So you've landed an incredible guest for your podcast and you want to make sure that it's an amazing experience. Today, I'm breaking down all the best practices so that you can host the most amazing podcast interviews in existence. This is Mark Savant Media. Let's get into it. Welcome to the After Hours Entrepreneur, where you're going to learn how to create better content in less time and turn that attention into income. I'm Mark Savant. Let's start the show. What up, what up, what up? So thrilled to have you here today. And I think today's topic is super important. It's something that I get asked about a lot, and that's how can I perform better interviews? I've interviewed well over 200 people at this point, everyone from Pat Flynn to Jasmine Starr to David Meltzer to you name it, I've had them on the show. And I've learned a lot of things along the way, everything from before to during and to after. So in today's episode, I'm going deep and revealing all the things that I do to create great guest experiences. So the first thing that is important in this booking process is that you stay organized. So you need to set up your calendar meeting. And an easy way to do that is to use a program called Calendly. Calendly is great. It makes it very easy for your guests to schedule and book times based on what you've decided will work for you. It beats a lot of the back and forth, which can make things run smoothly. It also has a lot of automation, so it can automatically set up meetings. It can send reminder emails. Calendly is a really great program. Some people might get a little bit turned off by Calendly, so you might not use it for all of your guests, but it's a really good way of smoothing out the guest booking process. Additionally, you want to make sure that you're recording and setting up a great recording. Zoom is a great free option. But I would strongly encourage you, if you can afford it, invest a little bit of money in the actual quality of the video and the audio itself. I use a program called Riverside. It's very affordable. It gives you a great recording experience because not only does it record a high quality video and audio, but it records it locally on both sides. So you don't have to worry about your files being compressed. You don't have to worry about things getting lost in the ether of the cloud via internet. It's recorded locally on both computers. So Riverside.fm, fantastic program. And you know what? I've got a free offer for you. I'll put a link below. Check it out. You're going to get a free one-hour trial, and you're going to get 10 bucks off your first down payment. So listen, if you're ready to upgrade, this will improve the quality of your interviews, and that's why we're here. All right, so let's talk about the research portion of podcast interview preparation as well, because... If you're not researching, you're going to fail. You're absolutely going to fail. So I'm going to go over some of the obvious things that I do before every interview. If the guest has a book and it's a big guest, I will definitely buy the book and I will check it out. I might even ask my guest or their assistant if they've got a summary of the book or if they're doing free giveaways, something like that. You want to get your hands on that book or at least the core themes of the book that they have written. And Furthermore, something they've written recently. This shows that you're coming in in good faith and you're going to be in tune with what's really important to them. If the guest has a podcast or YouTube channel, take some time, listen to an episode or two, watch a couple videos. I love doing this when I go on my evening jog or maybe I'm in the car. If you're consuming their content, you're going to get a much better handle on some of the questions that you can ask them. You might even look for episodes that they've guested on. What shows have they been a guest on? And what value can you gain from that? And I think when you're researching, it's really important to be curious. What questions would I ask this person? Okay, I liked the way that this line of questioning was going. 
What would I ask on top of that? Because really that's what interviewing is all about. It's asking better questions. And that, my friend, is why you're doing the research up front. Now, remember, as we've talked about, a great interview doesn't just start when you get them on the call. It starts beforehand. So you want to make sure that you're preparing your guest for the interview. If you've got a video podcast, let them know. Make sure that they understand that they need headphones. I actually have a custom site, a custom landing page on my website that's completely catered towards guests. It's a private page that only guests get a link to, and it just gives them a brief video and some tips and takeaways that they can uh, just be aware of before the episode even starts. So they actually come in prepared and knowledgeable the expectation has been set as to what the actual episode is going to look like. If it's only audio, if it's video, is it in person? Is it going to be on Zoom? Like find ways to educate your guests upfront and they're going to have a much better experience, which is going to turn into a much better interview experience for your listeners and yourself. Now, again, when you're starting to educate your guest before they come on, don't overwhelm them with information. If you overwhelm people, they just tune everything out. So just try to pinpoint a few key takeaways. They're going to be super relevant to their experience on your show. All right. Awesome. So you've prepared your guest. You've done your research. Now, hopefully you've got at least a brief outline. When you go into the interview, you don't want to follow this outline to a T. You don't want to sound too scripted, but you also want to make sure that there's questions that you have that you're curious about that you can ask them during the interview. If there's ever a time where you get stuck, you just reference your notepad and you ask a question that you think will be relevant. And they, again, you're curious about. That's the key to this. Like, I think a, a lot of people underestimate the power of having the opportunity to be coached by someone that's awesome. So bring on people that you really want to learn from and ask them questions that you're legitimately curious about. And as the episode goes deeper and the topics go deeper, just try to flesh out those topics. Try to get more insights. Try to dig deeper. Don't let them stay at surface level. Try to go granular on stuff that's really going to help you move the needle on what you're doing. The stuff that's going to really help yourself. Because I find that if you're getting answers to your own burning questions, other people will respond to them. It's been my experience. Now that you're prepared, you got your lighting, your video, your Riverside link is all set up, you're good to go, you're ready to rock, you're hot to trot. Well, now, my friend, it's time for you to just mention a couple things to your guest before you get started. I always like to confirm time. I've got you down for 30 minutes. Does that still work? Do you have a hard stop? Are there any topics that you're particularly interested in? Is there a particular link that you really want me to plug? I try to make it as value laden for my guests as possible. And so just asking them a few of these questions up front can really help. So now that you're in the interview and you're in the thick of it, make sure that you're taking notes. I think that you don't want to be having your face just stuck in a notepad and writing notes, but it's a good idea to jot down notes during the course of the interview. This is really important because some of the things you're going to want to dig down deeper in, you're going to want to go deeper on these topics. And if someone's speaking for three to four minutes, you might lose your question, that burning question that you really want to ask. So I just like to take little notes, one to two word notes during the course of my active listening session with my guest. Now, this also helps if you want to repurpose content afterwards and your guest has something that's really profound. I just jot down a quick timestamp so I can go back there later and leverage that as like a quote of the episode or quote of the day or something like that. I keep kind of hammering this home, but I think this is really important. There's been shows that I've gone on where the guest is like, well, what do you want to talk about? What's important to you? And then, and I've always felt like 
that leads to kind of a boring content. That's just me going on and just spouting monologues. I think that when I go on a show, what I really, really want to do is answer and help the person that I'm speaking to, the person that's on the other side of the of the mic. Because if you think about it, that person is going to understand their audience much better than you do. Because if you think about it, when you're bringing a guest onto your show, who's going to know your audience better? Is your guest going to know your audience better or are you going to know your audience better? It's, it's you, right? So I think it's just really important that you're being curious about them, curious about their insights and, and almost trying to channel or funnel what you think that not just your audience will care about, but what you care about. And again, if you're really focused on being curious, if you're really focused on what's going to help you turn the needle on your life, on your business, on your agenda, other people respond to that because people are following you in the first place, right? So really be curious and just try to go granular on as, as deep as you can on the questions and the answers that your guest has given you. Sometimes you might feel compelled to interrupt a guest. Sometimes guests go just, they just start going on a rant. And, and I find that those to be somewhat boring, but you got to be careful. Interrupting a guest, it, there, there's pros and cons to that. I, I think that you, you, you as the host, and I keep hammering this point, you as the host know your audience better than anyone else. And so if you find that your guest is veering off into a direction that's not going to hit the mark with your audience, it's your job to keep the conversation on point, to bring your guest back. If they start going off on a, about a trip to Mexico and your show is about insurance sales, okay, we talked about Mexico for a while. Let's come back to earth. I want to give my audience what they care about. And most guests are going to understand this. Most guests are going to be thrilled about this because they're coming on. They want to provide your audience with value. And the better you equip them to do that, the better you're doing your job as a host. I would also encourage you, make sure that you're looking at them. You're smiling. You got your posture up, right? Doing all these basic things right is going to let your guests know that you're serious, that you take what you do seriously. And the more you take what you're doing seriously, I find that the more serious your guest is going to be with their attention, their answers, not just during, but after. I mean, think about this way. Most people, people in general, are not going to remember what you say. They're going to remember how you make them feel. So if you make them feel like you're professional, you're attentive, you're listening, you're paying attention, they're going to remember that. They're going to remember how you make them feel. And that's going to open up more opportunities in the future. Maybe it leads to you speaking on a stage with them, or maybe they refer you a client, which has happened to me. Maybe it results in more engagements or a chance to go on their podcast. Again, if you can make someone feel the way that you want them to feel, whether that's love, empathy, uh, respect, however you think about that, how do I want this person to see me and feel about me? It's going to open up more opportunities. And, and I think that that's something that's really under the radar when it comes to the importance of hosting a great podcast interview. It's not just about the interview itself. It's about the long tail relationship that you get from treating this person right and giving them a feeling of positivity about you. In this goes on not just through the episode itself. We talked about pre-interview. We've talked about during the interview, but it also goes on far after that into post-interview. When you're reaching out to someone after the interview is done, give them value. Give them some nice videos, some nice photo excerpts, some 
pieces of assets that they can share. And because you could honestly, you have the best interview in the world, but if nobody hears about it, it's no good. So this is a something that I think that you can employ to make sure that your guests are having a great experience both before, during, and after your interview. If you follow these tips, you're guaranteed to have an amazing show that guests are going to want to keep coming back to, and you're going to be getting the answers that you need to move the needle on your business and your show. That's all I got for you today. Go out, be amazing, and make sure you hit subscribe because I'm here, we are here to help you create better content in less time and turn that attention into income. And I know you want that. I want that for you. So let's go and do this together. Have an awesome one. I'll catch you here next time on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Peace.